cupcake cooks. Underestimated and still I made it In the book of hard knocks, I'm highly educated Nobody chose me, looked over, but still dedicated Played in the league for 13, I ain't gotta be favored Two Super Bowls, Honolulu, I stood with the greatest The thing is this, if never rich, I'm good with my neighbors DB precision, television, ain't ask for no favors Numbers don't lie, neither do pictures, just look in the papers No backing down or turning back, part two of the movie Never the biggest, but it takes more than two just to move me Ain't gotta lie like what I'm saying, just respect it, it's honest. Run through opponents, watch the film, it's affected by promise. Sit back and grab your popcorn, watch me go to work, and tackle all of these topics right here on Face First. Uh. Well, guys, vacation did not kill me. Because that's what we talked about the last time that we were here. And we actually weren't supposed to have another podcast until we got to the draft. And I was waiting for that, and I was like, that'll be fun, and we could talk about football and the stuff that I really do in life or did do or what my job is. But you know what? This weekend gave us another opportunity to talk. Um, I'm going to talk to you guys about two flats, two broke legs, and three knockouts. So Saturday started as like this super cool day, right? I was going to spend time with my family. We were going to go buy my oldest daughter her graduation gift. We are going to go buy my youngest some new tennis shoes and some some new sneakers because she's kind of like one of these new young kids that want to wear shoes until they're brown. If you buy a pair of shoes that are white, you don't wear them until they're brown because if they're brown, then you shouldn't wear them anymore because now you can't wear them with the stuff you used to wear white with. But to her, like that means that they're worn. They're definitely not vintage, right? Because they're not even throwbacks, but that means that they're worn and they're good. But I was like, no, you know, Logan, we need to go buy you some new shoes. Or if you want to wear them that long, I'm going to teach you how to take a toothbrush to them, how to wash your shoestrings in the sink, and then you dry them. And now you got kind of new shoes because that's what we used to do or I used to do because I only got a pair of shoes at the beginning of the school year and then at Christmas. And you wore those shoes the whole time. Those are also the shoes you play basketball in at the park because those were your shoes. And so that's what we decided. We were going to do that. So the morning starts. My God baby's there. I'm sitting in the back. My daughter has a Tesla that she's had since her, like a little bit after her birthday. It was her birthday gift for, for her sweet 16. So we're driving and she's driving and my wife's in the front. My wife is the worst person to have in the passenger seat because she believes she can drive better than anybody. And she also panics the entire time that you drive. Now, she drives 27 miles over the speed limit at all times and less than the school zone or in her neighborhood. And if you are on the freeway, you will get to the place. If Waze or your, your IMAP says you will get there in the hour, if my wife is driving, you will get there in 42 minutes, no less. Because that's how she drives. But when you drive, oh, you make it right turn. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Ryan. Oh, I'm going to die. Right? That's my wife. So my daughter is driving. My daughter has a tendency to drive very close to the line on the right. I think the cars to the left of her scare her. So we're driving, she's getting over, and my wife is like, say, bro, you are way too close to this curb. Now, did she say, say, bro? No, but that's how I put it. I'm saying, say, bro, right? But you know, it didn't really seem like she was close to the curb. And the car didn't really make a lot of noise. But it was cool, though, because I'm in the back watching some of the highlights of the fighters that are going to fight in UFC 261. Because remember, it was a great day. We were going to buy a graduation gift. We were going to get some shoes. But most importantly, we were going to sit down because Usman was fighting Masvidal. And then there was two other championship fights on the card. And that's what I was going to do. So it didn't really matter what my family did throughout the day because I didn't really care. It wasn't that important. Buy the gift. Buy the shoes, eat something, watch the fights. 
Very easy. It's what Saturday should be for men. It's how it works, right? So shortly after we almost hit the curve, they hop out of the car because we have made a family decision that it is best if my wife drives the car, not my daughter. Problem solved. Stop, buy the gift. Bam, gift done. I'm already like a quarter of the way there, guys. Cool beans. Boom, go grab the shoes. She didn't really buy shoes I liked, but they ain't my shoes. I did get her to buy some shoes that were already beige or tan. So now when those get dirty, they just look the same. Cool beans. Then we go eat at Bistro Byron's. Sounds good, right? We eat at Bistro Byron's. We get the food. I get one of those little like vodka freeze things. I hadn't had like a drink with vodka in it for like two years. I'd stopped drinking for a very long time. Then I kind of only drink wine. And then I went on a vacation where they give you some fruity drinks that are all-inclusive. But everybody knows that all-inclusives, they don't really put liquor in the drinks. So it was cool. I wasn't even that. That was so, right? So I drank, the, I drank one, and I'm like, whoa, that was strong. I didn't really know. I should have also asked what type of vodka was in it. But it was cool, right? So we get home, and I have a slight tendency to fall asleep in cars. If I'm not driving, I normally fall asleep. So I fall asleep in the car, but I'm kind of realizing, hey, man, I feel like I feel like a little boozed up, right, from one drink. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a nap. So I walk into my house, and my house is one story, so my hallway is really long. So I walk past my room in my whole Lululemon sweatsuit, walk all the way to the front, and lay on the sofa and take a nap. Now, you have to remember, right, during lunch, now remember, I'm going to tell you, during lunch, we actually forgot that one of my daughter's friends was spending the night because her mother was going out of town, so she had to meet us. So she's there now. My God baby is there, who's attached like to my hip at all times. And I walk straight in the house and take a nap. Talk about bad parenting. But it's cool, though, right, because my niece is there right now. She lives with us. And then my daughter's there. She's 16. Her friend is 18. It's like all these caretakers in the house. I can take a nap. I have earned a nap, right? I'm buying graduation gifts. I'm buying tennis shoes. I'm working all week. Can I get a nap? Why do I need a nap, people? Because there's fights tonight or that night, and I'm waiting for UFC 261. So I take a nap, right? My daughter had told us something about the fact that like people needed to stay inside on Saturday nights. It was like, one of those stupid things that are created for people to go out and do bad stuff to people. So I'm like, cool. During my sleep, I am, I am used, right, guys? Used. I think this happened. I don't remember. It felt like a dream. I think my daughter woke me up and told me that she was going to Hobby Lobby. Right? Cool. No problem. Go to Hobby Lobby. But when she asked me, she woke me up and I couldn't get back to sleep. But I realized the prelims are on. So it's perfect. They're gone, because I'm thinking she took my guy baby with her too. They're gone. Now I get to watch the prelims in peace? Holy mackerel. This Saturday is shaping up to be one of the greatest days of all time. I got to go out, be a good dad, make my daughters happy, and now I get to watch the prelims by myself. They'll be, you know, teenage people. They just sit in their rooms all night. She gonna be in the room the whole time the fights are on? This is the life. So I didn't eat all my Bistro Byron's though. So what do I do? Microwave my Bistro Byron's, sit down, cozy up. It's time to watch the prelims. I see my phone lighting up on the charger because I didn't charge it the night before. So I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, shoot, uh, I don't know who that is. 
Turn back around, watch the fights. Phone lights up again. Oh, maybe I should check it. Go check the phone. It's my daughter. Hello, Logan. Dad. Right? You know when they hit you with the... Dad. You know what it is. Dad. I have two flats. How you get two flats? During the prelims? You got two flats? Right? And so, guys, if you're married... You know that I actually, as a man, was not that upset with my daughter. Because I know she can't really drive. I said before, like, she probably didn't need to be driving a car like that. But I was being the dad. I was kind of bullied. And I worked really hard. So I was like, I'll buy the car she wants because she couldn't get a party because of the bid. Right? But do you know what was the scariest thing? Unbeknownst to me, the vodka freeze my wife also had knocked her out too. One of us knows how to take naps. I play football. I understand during two days you might need to catch you a quick one and get up. My wife only knows how to sleep. So a nap is not a 30-minute deal, right? If she lays down, she needs to get four hours. But what has to happen, y'all? So I could go get Logan. I got to wake her up. Bruh, that was the longest walk in the histories of walks to wake her up. I'm talking about I walked slow. I walked sideways. I karaoke'd a little bit down the hall, then back the other way. I did some shuffle, some two steps. I felt like Cupid was playing in my head. To the left, to the left. Because you know, I was like, I don't want to get there. So I get there. And my, my youngest two kids... When they wake up from sleeping, they wake up dumb. I'm not going to say my wife wakes up dumb, but Shane is intelligent as she is when she's up. So now she's out of it. She's in the fog. I tell her what happened. And do you know the first thing she thinks about? When we sat down to eat, my wife was explaining to my daughter how close she was to the curb. I said, though she's also close to the curb many times, I didn't think she was that close. Why did I say that? Because guess what it turns into now, people? You made her feel like it was okay to drive close to the curb because she wasn't close to the curb. That's what you said. But now I bet you she hit a curb. So I asked my daughter on the phone, well, what'd you hit? And she goes, potholes. Anybody who knows women knows that women can't remember nothing you want them to remember, but they remember everything that you don't need them to remember. She immediately goes, well, where is she? I said, well, she's in the McDonald's parking lot. There are no potholes there that can bust two tires, Ryan. When they call you by your whole name, you know you're in trouble, right? When they say Ryan, when it's not babe or whatever, I'm Ryan now. You've been knowing me since you were 16, but now all of a sudden I'm Ryan, right? Even my friends don't call me Ryan. Everybody calls me RC at least. I wasn't even RC, so I'm in trouble. So we get there. We pull up behind Logan. She stopped. Now. What have we missed in all this? The fight's finna start, y'all. Fight's about to start, right? But they didn't come on to nine, right? So I, so, so I had some time. I was, okay, I was good. I was locked in. So what I do, I buy it on ESPN+. My son's at Arizona State. I tell him, Joe, the fights are on. Unfortunately, he tested positive for COVID. He's doing well, but he's stuck in the house. I say, the fights are on, bro. This will give you something to do. 
watch the fights. I tell them everything. So we pull up, you know, 16-year-old. She a dummy. I'm just going to be honest in this stuff. So, right? So we call the insurance, and you can call Tesla. Now, I found out this. A Tesla got two trunks. They got a frunk and a trunk, but they ain't got no spare. Right? Now, I can't change it anyway because it's two of them. She hits two of them. Right? So now we're sitting in my truck, me and my wife, my daughter and her friend are in the front, and we're trying to figure out how to get the car towed. The nearest Tesla towing center or the nearest Tesla center, 73 miles in New Orleans. Not going there. Just going to get it towed to the house, get the tires done on Sunday or Monday. Right? People call, hour and a half. That's not bad. Hour and a half, I'll be able to, to catch uh, Thug Rose and Zane. I'll be able to catch uh, Shevchenko and Andrade. And for sure, I'll catch Kamara Uzman and Jorge Masvidal. So I ain't really tripping. And two, I got it on my phone, people. So we all good, right? Hour and a half, no problem. So we're sitting in my truck. Daughter sitting in the front of the car, in her car. She walks over a little bit. Gets kind of cussed out by my wife. Walks back. She walks back over for something. Gets kind of cussed out my wife. Walks back. Right, so then I check. I say, hey, Lo, where is, where is the tow truck? Somehow they call Logan, told Logan something went wrong. It gets canceled. Logan thinks it gets rescheduled. We now have no tow truck. So that was at like 6.30 I got there, right? So now it's coming up on 8 o'clock. So now we got to go through the whole process again. I forgot to even tell y'all this, though. The baby... My guy, baby, who is five, wasn't with them. She was upstairs in the apartment with my niece. So now, not only have I been terrible at my duties as a father, right? Because I made, I made her comfortable with the curb driving. Now I left the guy, baby, with people. So I, I sent my wife home to get the guy, baby. Not because I truly needed the guy, baby, because the guy, baby was fine. But because my wife did not need to sit there for the next three hours or two hours or one hour. Right, because either I was either I was gonna get fussed at or my daughter was gonna get fussed at because we was dead ASS wrong. Right. So now I'm in the back seat of my daughter's Tesla laying down watching the fights. But it's cool, right? Because at this point, at this point now, we're starting the main card. I'm like, ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. So now I start. So it's Jimmy Crute, right? Anthony Smith. You remember Anthony Smith? Anthony Smith fought for the title. Before against John Jones, like he was one of those guys, right? Ball head, tatted up. And Jimmy Crute looks like every fullback that's ever played for LSU, right? Just thick, swole, I will run through 17 walls just to block one guy for Leonard Fournette to score a touchdown. That's who he is. So they get out. It's the first round, right? They bouncing. They bouncing. Anthony Smith kicks Jimmy Crute in the leg. Whole leg goes dead. I'm talking about leg crumbles like a fresh fortune cookie right after you finish eating your Kung Pao shrimp. It was, it was crazy, right? And then he actually wins the rest of the round, people. Jimmy Crute wins the rest of the round after his leg goes numb and dead and is, you know what, I'm going to call it bravery, is brave enough. He is trying to convince the ref, which was smart. He kept hitting himself in the chest and screaming. So he thought the ref was going to be stupid enough to not watch his leg do this under him every time he walked, right? Every time he walked, his legs went like that, right? It was like that every time he walked, right? 
And he thought that the ref was going to miss that, bro. He's not going to miss that. But this is when I say to myself, guess who is not tough enough to fight MMA? Ryan Clark. I'm not doing that. But at this time, I'm fired up in the back of the truck thinking to myself, these dudes are different. And a dude like creeps around to the front of the car to ask my girls if they need help. Right? Remember, lay down in the back. So I pop up. Bam. No, sir. We do not need any help. But then I thought, the man could have really been trying to help. Thank you for your kindness. So he rolls out. So now I say, Logan, call and check to see where the tow truck is. The tow truck is two hours and 12 minutes away. So I call the lady. I'm being professional. I have my professional voice on my TV voice. Hi, how are you, ma'am? Yes, this is Ryan Clark. I'm the policy owner um, on these vehicles. And what? so she asked me a question. It's time to be a parent. She goes, do you want me to look for a new truck? Because it's two hours and 12 minutes away. So I asked the logical parent question. If you cancel it or try to reschedule, can you reschedule it without canceling the other? She says no. Now I got to make a decision, guys. Do I cancel it and just hope for the best? And I say, you know what? Cancel that hoe because guess what? It's already two hours and 12 minutes. What's, going, what's three hours going to be? And you got to remember, I sent Yonk home. My wife is gone, right? So we good. So here it is, man. So now Uriah Hall is fighting Chris Weidman. If you remember, Chris Weidman, Chris Weidman is one of the guys that ended one of my dreams, right? Anderson Silva was like the dude when I truly got into UFC, right? 16 straight wins, just, just phenomenal. Like, real talk, made people look stupid. He made people who could really fight look like they couldn't fight all the time. Fights Chris Weidman. He's the All-American. People are saying that Chris Weidman could beat him. Chris Weidman swings one, tries to hit him with a backhand. Boom! Knocks Anderson Silva out. Cool. Spider was playing around. He was doing too much. He was getting a little older. I knew the next fight, he's going to be back. So he comes back. First round, leg kick. Weidman checks it. I'm talking about, bruh, leg folds up, wrinkled up like a cheap suit. Bad news. Anderson Silva right away feels it. Falls to the ground. Just miserable. Just miserable to watch. It's one of those things that if you're the opponent, if you're Chris Weidman, you cry too. Right? His family felt that too. Anderson Silva, one of the greatest of all time. Never been the same afterwards, but that's what it was. So here's Chris Weidman. He's fighting Uriah Hall. No strikes thrown, people. they just been looking at each other. It's been a stare-off by this point. Right? I'm in the back of the truck. Yum! John. Joe. DC, all go crazy. Folds his leg up. The kick, his leg broke so bad that he was able to kick himself. He kicked Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall checks it. His foot folds around Uriah Hall's legs and kicks himself in the shin. Now, here's the amazing part. Do you know, have you ever stubbed your toe, right? And you know like when you stub your toe, like if you hit your pinky toe, you hit it, then you go. I think I hit my pinky toe. I think, yeah, I think. Ah! I hit my pinky toe. He kicks Uriah Hall, bro. Goes to replant the leg. No reaction. No reaction at all at this point. Goes to replant his leg, and it folds all the way in half. Like Joe Theismann folds in half under no 
I mean, just absolutely just made me forget that I had been in McDonald's parking lot for the last three hours. It was, it was, it was that crazy, right? So that happens. And then so now the lady after this, after I'm in tears in the car and I, and I told my wife to be back at 1015 because that's when we were supposed to be getting a car and we weren't getting a car. Because the lady had called back and told us it was going to be an hour and a half, but it wasn't an hour and a half. It was longer. And then Tesla said that they couldn't even find a, a tow truck. So now they're out. So we're just sitting here, right? So we're, 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 sitting, we're sitting in the car, car, and here it goes. And so now my wife is back. And I'm like, oh, Lord, she back. And now she's back, and we ain't got no answers. If you know anything about marriage, most times the wife is the smarter being. And not in the sense of like, we're just dumb, but normally there are things that we don't really care about as much that the wives really care about, that they're meticulous about handling that they usually do. So in my house, usually this is something, unless, unless, like I, unless I'm there, that my wife would just handle. Well, I didn't want her to handle it because I didn't want her to be upset because my daughter was being a dum-dum. And so now she's back, and now we got all this pressure on us, and Valentina Shevchenko walks out, and she's about to fight Jessica Andrade. If you know Jessica Andrade, she is who slammed Rose, Thug Rose, greatest name in fight, fighting, Thug Rose. She slammed Thug Rose on her head after Thug Rose had taken the belt from Joanna, and it was crazy, right? And so she sent Thug Rose on, like, a life of where she had to go find herself. And then now she's about to fight Valentina Shevchenko. And the one thing that she has is wrestling. Everybody's like, she's going to wrestle her, and she's a brute, and she's all this. From the start of the fight, Valentina Shevchenko said, we are going to take Jessica Andrade down. And she took her down whenever she wanted to. So many times, she was 100%, and then she got in the crucifix and beat her up. They stopped the fight. Um, to put it lightly, Valentina ain't from here. So, you know, some of the sayings that we have, she don't really understand. But she was talking and Joe Rogan was basically like, so what you're saying is come get some. And she was like, yeah, come get some. But what she could say in English very well and communicate was, whoever you are, ladies that want to fight me, right? If you are looking for weaknesses, I ain't got none. No, she ain't from New Orleans, so she ain't say it like that. But that's what she meant. I ain't got none. None. Also, simultaneously at this time, my daughter is walking back to the truck to tell us that the car, the tow truck, is going to take even longer than it's going to take. So I shoot her a text. Hey, man, don't you walk your ASS back here no more. Text me. So that's where we are. Now, Zang and Thug Rose, right? Zang, 21 fight win streak. Just came off probably one of the greatest fights in UFC history against Joanna. And so now you're fighting Rose who didn't really have a love for it. Rose is standing, right? Rose Namajunas is standing at, in the fight about to go going, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. Not really because Zane's kind of the best, right? So you're not the best because she's the champion. You're like almost good and the best, but not the best because if you were the best, you'd be the champion already because that's how it works. So she get a couple of leg kicks. She's bouncing, right? They're talking about the great movement, how she got to create angles. All of a sudden, she goes to kick Zang. Zang thinks it's a low kick. Zang goes, well, nope. Zang went here to try to back up from it. Swow. Foot to the face. I've never been kicked in the face. 
But I would have to believe it would make me feel like Chris Tucker and I'd go, which one of y'all kicked me? Right? So now she hammer fists. They, st- they call a fight. Zane gets up. They're, they're, they're trying to figure out what's going on. It's over. It's over. Right? Rose is crying, walks over to a husband who's also a trainer. And he told you, I told you, you the Mickey Ficky best. And she's like, I'm the best. And so after the fight, she goes on. She says, I am the best. I just had to believe it. I just had to say it. I just had to realize it. And so I'm sitting in there and I'm thinking, you know what? Our situation is not the best right now because we still ain't got no tow truck. And let me tell you also why that situation didn't work. I can tell you about how she kicked her because I watched the replay. As it is happening, my daughter, instead of texting me like I told her to, calls me. So while she's calling me, I'm on the phone, and I can hear the crowd going crazy. I can hear the announcers going crazy, but I can't see it because I'm on the phone, and it's stinking paused. And then after that, I get off the phone with her because I found out the information we need to find. I'm trying to hit the button, the 10-second joint, to send me back, and my son FaceTimed me because he actually got to see it because he's watching it at his house. But I missed it because I'm not in my house. Because my daughter got two flat tires driving close to the curb when she hit a drain, right? And I'm blamed for it because I said she wasn't that close in the morning. But here it comes to save the day. Kamaru Uzman, Jorge Masvidal went five rounds earlier last year. Six days notice, so you figure it's going to be a battle, right? They come out, there's been words. Everybody thinks that they're harder than the other person. They get the fight. First round goes kind of uneventful. Kamaru Uzman gets a couple of nice straight rights, the same thing that took out Gilbert, Gilbert Burns eventually. And But, you know, Jorge eats those. Yum. 50 fights. Masvidal, never been stopped, right? Street, street Jesus, right? Been, been fighting on the streets. A guy that lived in his car, he knows hard times. Kamaru Uzman, right now, just, just representing for Africa, along with Francis Ngannou, who is in this corner, I don't want to beat Kamaru because I don't want Francis to get mad at me while, while he's in the, in, in, in the side, right, in the corner, because I know I can't beat up Francis. I can barely beat up this guy, right? So he's 18-1. and one. So here it goes. Second round starts, right? Second round starts. Kamaru comes out. You know, he got those long arms, right? He's waiting. Jorge's clean. Jorge's clean, right? Throws the left. Jorge wipes it, right? He faints it, right? He's getting it out the way. He pulls Kamaru pulls the left down. Here comes the straight right as Masvidal try to hit the loop and left. Bing. Right on. Bing. Right here. Boop. Sleepy Johnson. He's out. Tries to wake up. Hammer fist. Yum. 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 Cancel Christmas. Loved it afterwards, though. This is why these dudes are true Gs. Real Gs moving silence like lasagna. Lil Wayne told you that. I'm bringing it back to you. After the fight, Horace say, look. He showed me something I ain't see the first time, right? He got more power than I thought. 50 fights, I've never been put out. Kamaru Usman, real man, says, this is the first time I've been nervous in a long time. You made me sharpen my tools. You made me come out here and fight a different fight. That's what this game is about. We are not like those dudes. I, I, right, guy tweeted me the other day about calling me soft because I think Drake's a great artist. And he's like a risk assessor or some type of financial guy. And I was like, little dummy, like you spend, you made your living assessing risks. I made my living never considering them. We're not the same. Shut up. And so I'm watching this and I'm thinking, I'm not like that dude. I'm not like that dude. 
So in all of this, still sitting in the McDonald's parking lot, actually by this time eating Wendy's fries because for some reason the McDonald's closed at 10 when it's supposed to be 24 hours. Now I'm eating Wendy's fries. And also Wendy's doesn't have a fish sandwich. And right now I'm not eating hamburgers or chicken. And I had a fish sandwich last week. I got a Wendy's fish sandwich last week. And now you don't have no fish sandwich? I've been stuck in this parking lot for five hours and you don't have a fish sandwich? Boy, stop. Ain't no way. Right? So now I've watched all the fights. All the fights are over. And guess where I still am, y'all? <laughs> McDonald's parking lot. Eating Wendy's french fries. My god baby sleep in the back. Next to me is my wife. It's almost midnight, guys. She's not very happy. And I'm eating french fries. And I don't even like french fries. I only eat sweet potato fries, but I was freaking starving. This is where we are. So finally, the guy pulls up. Very nice, man. We don't know how to work the freaking car. There's a thing that tells you, like, you can get the, the car towed. We do that. I find the hook for the front. Like, all that's loaded. Every time he goes to get the car in the truck, it just stops moving. It's probably some, like, Tesla, you can't steal me thing. Right? And so now, we got to get in it to drive it up the thing. Not drive it up the thing so he can pull it up the thing. But we got to steer it. So then I say, hey, man, I'm going to go wait for you by the gate. When you get there, we're all good. I drive past to leave, and I tell him, hey, bro, don't forget your chain. I'm waiting outside my neighborhood for 30 minutes. He finally, like, I try to call him, text him. He finally pulls up. I bring him to the service gate. I get him in. He finally backs down my driveway, and he goes, you must have jinxed me because I forgot my chain. So he was almost to the house, and he had to drive back to Mickey D's, where I had spent the last five and a half hours to get the chain. We finally pull it in. I tip the guy. I back very slowly into the garage so we could charge the car so it'll be charged when we get the tires fixed. And I think to myself, this day started in an excellent way. About midpoint, got a little tough. And I was like, this kind of sucked. Then I thought, I could have been Jimmy Crute. I could have been Chris Weidman. Dang, Andrade, Jorge Masvidal. Had a better day than them. This is two flats, two broke legs, three knockouts. Face first, man. Appreciate y'all.